Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's right. Adam Carriker Live. That's right. That's my boy. Adam Carriker is in the building. Big guy, what's going on? Not too much, man. How you doing? I'm I'm excellent. I know I got eleven minutes, man. We gotta be out. So right at at, at one thirty, we out of here. I got some questions for you in recruiting. Okay. I looked at all the recruits. And I'm having a hard time finding big guys. Is that a cause for concern? Yeah, that has definitely been brought up a time or two on social media. I dared to talk about the running back and the wide receiver they flipped on signing day. I dared to you know, talk about that. I had watched some of their film that day. 99% of the responses I got were, it doesn't matter if nobody's blocking. That is absolutely correct. I think I'm allowed to talk about these guys real quick, though. Uh, you know, it was my thought when I was reading those responses. But we all know it starts up front. Uh, I mean, you know, quarterbacks, they're not going to throw the ball very well if they're on the backside. Running backs, they can't go anywhere if there's a big, giant wall in front of them. It all starts up front. You know, the one thing I will say, because that immediately caught my eye as well, mm. you do look at the offensive linemen that we have. And, again, the offensive line has not played well. Maybe had they played a little better, people would feel a little better about what I'm about to say. All I'm saying is they're young. Okay, there's two seniors in that entire room. Uh, and I, I believe I'm correct when I say this. I believe they're the only two upperclassmen in the entire room. So they've got a lot of guys on Scully. They've got a lot of young guys, guys who are highly recruited, guys that didn't play well. So that's the thing that also concerns people. But young guys, as you know, hopefully they get better and they improve. And then they brought in a couple of guys from the transfer portal. Um, so I, I think they're hoping that Hunter Anthony and uh, – the UNC transfer, his name escapes me at the moment. I think they're, ho- they're hoping that they can contribute right away, battle for a starting job. And that's the only thing, you know, part of me is like, am I just trying to put my mind at ease? You know, but that's the only thing that, that makes sense to me as to why they didn't bring in more linemen right now. Well, you, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, you, you gotta, you gotta retool. I mean, I would think that we would need at least two to four guys in that interior per recruiting class. And, and I get it. We're young, but they haven't proven anything yet, the youth that we have. And so to bring in three guys, to me, is I would like to have seen more. You know what I mean? I, I would like to have seen more. I, I think Hunter Anthony is good, 6'6", 325. Um, I mean, big guy, but if he can move, that, that that's the question. But uh, Justin Evans Jenkins, 6'2", 270. Uh, I think gives us a, a presence from the D-line perspective. But I was talking about this, too. I need – we need to get back to regular defensive ends, meaning big boys, Adam Carrickers of the world, the Grant Winstroms of the world, the Trev Alberts of the world. To me, in order to be good, we have to get back to having those bookends 
come up the field and create havoc. So let me let me revisit the O line thing real quick, and then and the trenches thing real quick. So it does like you. Okay, I've seen several places where they want five quarterbacks on scholarship all the time, and obviously quarterback is very important. We got about four billion running backs on scholarship right now. And so that is the one thing that bothers me about not bringing in more alignment. Like I said earlier, part of me is like, am I just trying to make myself feel better about them not bringing in more, especially younger guys? Um, but that is the one thing that does bother me. Is there, They have a specific number of wide receivers, quarterbacks, a ton of running backs that they like to have. You know, I hope they're, they're keeping that same focus on the old line because I've never seen or heard a number be put out there which makes they probably have one, but if it's not talked about, maybe it isn't as uh, emphasized in their minds. As far as you know, regular defensive ends. I got to ask you: Are you are you talking about going back to the four three defense? Absolutely. Before they're currently running. Absolutely. Okay. I think it gives you a better opportunity to make sure that you control the edges when you have those guys out there that are phenomenal players on the end that we've used to having, you control the edges of the line of scrimmage. I mean, if you have two guys, it's even better. Don't throw in a couple of nice D tackles. Now we control the entire line of scrimmage. But when you go out there in a 3-4 and you have smaller guys rushing the the, the ball, I get it, but gone is the day of the DeMario Williams. That is an anomaly that probably won't happen again. Because offenses are a little bit smart now where they know, let me run at this 225-pound guy. Yeah, well, can I share a quick story about tomorrow? Please. So every Thursday we would weigh. All right. And I knew what he was listed at. He was listed at, what, 220, 225 at the most. Mm -hmm. All right. For whatever reason, I would always weigh right after him. I was a freshman at this point. He was a senior. And one day I was like, man, I wonder what he actually weighs. Because I was like, I don't even think he's 220. The scale said 207. Okay? Scale said 207. He walks off the scale, says to the guy writing down the weights, 222. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a freshman. I ain't saying nothing. Right. But I have never forgotten that story. The dude was like a light safety. And he was out there wrecking people in pass rush. But you make a good point. Offenses are different. You know, I've had this debate. Four three three four, God, I don't know how many times. You know, with the Washington Commanders, uh, they went from four three to three four while I was there, and their fans were in an uproar. Their fans hated it. They'd never ran a three four ever, so this was brought up at that point in time. And I may be wrong on this. I'd have to go double check. I don't watch them as much as I used to, but I believe they're still running a three four all these years later. You know, to me, I've never really cared. For me personally, if a team runs a four three, a three four. The Steelers, the Ravens have won Super Bowls with a 3-4. The Giants beat Tom Brady twice with a 4-3. You look at Alabama. You look at Georgia. They run a 3-4. You look at Wisconsin. They run a 3-4. You look at when Nebraska, you were there, won all the natties. They ran a Mm 4-3. The only thing that ever kind of gets me, and I know teams like a a Baylor will run a 3-3-5 and an Iowa State will run a 3-3-5, and they have decent success with it. You know, Cincinnati did. But you know what? You notice what Alabama did when they played Cincinnati. Oh, three, Destroyed three, five. Them. you got a bunch of tiny, small, small fast guys. We're going to run it right up your rear. And that's what they did. Right. Heisman Trophy winning quarterback hardly threw the ball. So if somebody comes to me and says, I want to run, run a three, three, five, depending on who you're facing week in and week out, four, two, five can be okay. Not in the Big Ten, though. Um, if somebody says Nebraska should run those things, I'm going to bucket that. Like, no, 
I object to that. Uh, a 4-3 versus a 3-4, personally, I've seen them both work. There's very differences in the scheme. 4-3, you need more athletic D-linemen. 3-4, you need bigger dudes up front, um, and you can trick people a lot more. I played with a lineman at the Rams, Adam Goldberg. He goes, he goes man, because he was really smart. He was more smart than he was athletic, and he would admit that. He goes, I don't mind 3-4s because they're coming from everywhere, and I can figure it out. He goes, put me one-on-one with an athletic D-end, I'm in trouble. He played O-line. So it can go either way for me. Um, yeah, I've seen them both work. I've seen them both fail. Randy Gregory. Could you imagine if you had a Randy Gregory out there? Right now? You're going to play him at uh, – I don't. I mean, where do you play Randy Gregory in this in this defense? So in a 3-4, in a he'd be a stand-up outside linebacker. Negative. Be, There's no way I'm standing up Randy Gregory. I, I am when if I'm playing games, but I am – I want Randy Gregory going to get the ball. I want him going to get the quarterback every single time. I do not want Randy Gregory thinking, oh, I got coverage. I want his hand down and going. That could be T.J. Watt. I mean, what did he tie the all-time sack record this year? Pittsburgh runs a 3-4. So there's an argument both ways. But they lost the season. They they won a well, three. They, they ran a three they four. Were able to get after he, the quarterback though, they, they have other issues. That's for sure. Well, I'm just saying it. It was obviously, you know, I, I know their offense wasn't that good, but at the same time, uh, there's been still curtain defenses that had some pretty good defensive ends, and I, I get it. I'm just simply saying for Nebraska and what we're dealing with right now, in in the Big Ten. To me, a 4-3 gives us a better chance to win because we have those bookends that can control the outside lines of scrimmage. So many times we've given up. and Not that these guys haven't played well. I'm just saying you put your best foot forward, and I would like to see Ty Robinson and and the other big guy coming off the edges. So that was what I was going to ask you. And I know you and I have even chatted off air about how this defense is going to look, how well they're going to play with all the guys that they don't have returning this year. And they had a lot, every, basically everybody, and a bunch of super seniors last year. But a question begs to be asked. Hey, there was one thing that did work last year. One thing, and, you know, in certain situations, you know, Michigan got a ton of rushing yards late. There was times when that defense was on the field a ton, and then they would give up yards late in the game because they didn't have a lot of help. But I think most fans would say the one area of Nebraska's team that was clearly better than the offense or defense, I'm sorry, offense or special teams, was the defense. Do you do you think it's smart to jack with something like that when that was the only bright spot a year ago? It, to me, I'm not willing to give them a pass just yet, and I'm not willing to say they arrived just yet because in the in those times that you're talking about in the fourth quarter, when we got tired, we gave up big yards in the running game, and it came because it was it was it was it was bad tackling. It, it, we were we were arm tackling and not wrapping up, and and I didn't see eleven people running to the ball. So yeah, they're getting better, but you when you put the when you couple the offense with it. You, on paper, we say the defense played well because the offense didn't play well. Well, you couldn't have been in the games that you were in if the offense didn't play well at all. So I yeah. don't. I, I'm I'm under under the assumption that defense next year we'll know more about how good our defense really is. We'll know pretty early. I would I would agree with that, and I would agree that they have not arrived. 
Um, they were just the lone bright spot. They're the only unit on the team you can look at and say they've gotten noticeably better every year. They're not like they. I would not use the words they have arrived, and they are going to have to prove themselves with a bunch of new faces next year. Personally, and a lot of times three four versus four three can come down to recruiting. If I'm being honest, if you feel like you can recruit athletes on the D line, to me a four three can be better. If you like at Wisconsin, they don't always have the highest ranked recruits, so a three four, and then you can confuse and blitz and drop and do all these things and try to confuse the opposing quarterback. A three four can make more sense. So sometimes it comes down to how well do you think you can recruit the athletes versus a four three versus trying to be a little bit more creative on defense with a three four. In the Big Ten West, nobody. Nobody recruits like has had the recruiting classes that we have, and I know this past one is an anomaly, although the transfer class was suppo- is supposed to be better. Typically, year after year, we win the Big Ten West offseason recruiting championship, but we see how that parlays into the wins and losses. My point is, if they wanted to run the 4-3, they can recruit well enough to have that success and be able to do that year in and year out if they want to do that. Big fella, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. All right. Thanks again. Adam Carricker live, you guys. It's the captain. It's the ticket, 93.7. Be right back.